Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Fightful. My name is Cresta Star, and I am here with the privilege, the base god, Gringo Loco is here. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. How are you doing today in this cold doing December? Very well. Very well. Very cold here in Chicago. Pleasure's all mine. Thank you for having me. Gringo Loco, I have to tell you, I just found out about you two House of Glory shows ago here in New York. And my mind has been blown. So I'm very excited to talk to you about everything Lucha. Um, if you're ready to get right into it, let's get started. Let's jump into the deep end. All right. So in the past, you have talked before about how your name is an homage to the great Luchador Art Bar, which coincidentally started before you even knew who he was. Have you found navigating the balance between homage and individuality difficult? Or do you feel your personal style of Lucha Libre is just uh, fluid with what he was doing? I think within the last uh, five to seven years, uh, I've, I've actually kind of grown on my own and, and really found myself uh, of who I am as a wrestler. I think my the beginning stages of my career in Lucha Libre, I definitely, uh, like I said, you mentioned, I didn't know exactly who he was. When I came to find out who he was, I did want to kind of follow his footsteps. And I took it as, you know, callings that maybe I should follow, you know, in, in his name and his look and everything that he had going on because he was super popular mm -hmm. as a heel in uh, in Mexico. And uh, I think, you know, through time, I, I realized that it wasn't necessarily my calling at the end of, you know, what I was trying to do down in Mexico. So I came back and kind of, uh, you know, sort of reinvented myself and started doing my own style and just getting like crazier ideas in the ring and crazier outfits. So I think that once I started doing that, you know, the trajectory really went straight up. Mm -hmm. And speaking of crazy earlier this year, you had a crazy viral moment um, with Jack Cartwheel. You had did an interview with Jeremy Lambert and Steven Jensen over here on Fightful. Now that you're a couple of months removed, are you glad that you listened to Speedball's crazy advice? And have you incorporated that more in your style now? Yeah, I mean, I can't thank Speedball enough for that uh, that idea that he gave us in Toronto. I mean, uh, you know, neither Jack or I would have come up with it ourselves. We might have thought of it, but we never would have attempted it on a live show for the first time, you know, doing it ever. I mean, it's really something special. Mike Bailey is, is such a blessing and, and such a, a benefit to have in any locker room that I've been in. And he's been in a lot of my locker rooms, so I'm always going to him for advice or anything that I can to uh, make my matches better or crazier than they already are. So uh, he's had nothing but positivity for, for me and my career so far. We love Speedball, Mike Bailey over here. And you had mentioned crazy spots. So I have to ask you, after seeing you wrestle, when you come out, 
your braids, not a braid out of place. When you're finished, not a braid out of place. Who does your hair? I have to know. Oh my God. I am going to love that I can shout out Carmen Braids on Instagram. She is the best braider in Chicago. And they're really, I've been having my, my hair braided since I was 15 years old and I'm way past that age now. So she is definitely the best I've ever had in my career. And she's so accommodating. Uh, you know, I've needed some last minute help on some of these Ring of Honor loops when they call me last minute. And uh, I'm just always trying to look as fresh as possible. And she makes that possible all the time. So shout out Carmen Braids on Instagram. She is the absolute best. I Guys, I cannot stress enough. If you've I've never seen Gringo Loco live, his hair literally, it doesn't move. <laughs> it doesn't move at all. <laughs> um, let's talk about 2024 coming up. You have a match with John Moxley at Wrestling Revolver. Now he's been ducking you. This is the third time you guys have tried to do this. What's your mindset going into this match? And you know, if you have any words for John Moxley, go ahead and talk your talk your talk your shit. So I know how important this is in my career. Definitely the biggest uh, match of my 21 year career. Um, I'm going into it uh, focused. Uh, and I know that, you know, for whatever reason, the match hasn't happened, but I think organically it has grown into something a lot more special than mm -hmm. it would have been. Uh, it would have been just a match before, which would have been great. But now there's a little more substance to it. There's a little, you know, uh, banter between him and I and him calling me out, you know, and just everything that Revolver is offering me on this table. They're naming the show after, you know, the match. So I just think it's such an incredible opportunity um you know i don't know if he thinks that i'm scared of him or i don't know what his thought process going into this is but mm. i'm also a crazy maniacal person as well i don't know if people know about you know my history in mexico city and some of the matches that i've had down there but if you really bring out the rabid dog and gringo loco uh, moxley's gonna have a fight for himself january 25th in dayton and i think the fans are in for a treat i know i'm in for a treat and i just really look forward to seeing what happens that night I too am looking forward to that match, especially after seeing you guys face to face. It's going to be so good. <laughs> um, speaking of matches, I want to ask you, was there a particular match this year or a particular opponent this year that you really enjoyed wrestling um, against? Oh, my God. I mean, some of these six-man Lucha bangers we've had in GCW were so memorable. We just had a really, really good one in the Defy building uh, for the GCW show at uh, Washington Hall. It was the debut of Los Desperados. It was me, Ares, and Latigo. I think uh, the concept that we have and they're working towards uh, will be very special. Um, the first one was a complete success. And I think that, you know, as we start to move that trio along, you know, mm -hmm. throughout all the promotions in the U.S., we could probably go international, which we already have. Essentially, we did it at WXW. We just got tagged uh, up together. And, you know, we just had so much fun. Um, in terms of, you know, opponents that I've, really enjoyed in 2023 there's just so many i had uh you know a dream match with rich swan at revolver yes. it was incredible you know to catch i mean it was something that uh uh you know these are things that i never thought would happen you know swan and our my boat have has never really crossed paths it's always mm -hmm. you know two ships crossing in the night you know he was busy here i was busy there and it just never happened so you know i mean anything with rs in it i always enjoy uh it's just you know, I, this this year has been the biggest year easily of mm -hmm. my career. It's been so enjoyable. Uh, the list goes on and on. But I think Mox, you know, if we can count that in this year, which, you know, it'll be 2024, but it's probably going to be the biggest, most fun fight of my career. So I would say with Moxie, he's like 
math, you could just carry the two because it was supposed to happen. So it's it's technically last year, but we'll take it for next year. It's it's a, it's a right. latecomer. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Do you find um, a lot of young luchadors come up to you for advice, especially as um, the creator and owner of World on Lucha? Do you find that people, like you said, Mike Speedball gives you advice? Do you find people coming up to you like, hey, how can I make this spot um, safer, considering you are the base guy, never dropped anybody? Uh Um, More recently, absolutely. I have a lot of the young cats in the locker room coming up to me and asking me for advice. And could you take a look at this match? And um, yeah, I'm more than happy to do it. I've been doing it my whole career. I've trained my entire career. I've trained people my entire career. I think that if I can help in any aspect in anybody's career and make them that much better, I actually thrive off that feeling. So, you know, when we're in training and somebody hits a spot, taking every element that I've given them, you know, over the last couple of sessions and they hit it flawlessly, mm-hmm. that's a serious feeling of satisfaction. Um, and I've had it a number of times in my career. So um, I just think that if anybody needs help, I'm the one to come to because my door is always open. I love that. I also want to ask you, what attracted you the most to Lucha Libre? Because you've also said previously, it's kind of like a dance, like Cirque du Soleil, but with wrestling. Yeah, so I was actually thrown into it. Uh, my first uh, wrestling school was a Lucha Libre gym. I was just thrown into this. I wasn't, you know, a super AAA fan or a CMLL fan. But once I got there and saw what it was about, Oh, best believe I just wanted to stay in Lucha Libre for my entire career. Luckily, I have been able to do that. Um, you know, it's the pageantry, it's the colors, it's the capes, the coats. Everything is just, to me, just big and flashy. And it goes along with the work that uh, goes on in the ring, you know, super acrobatic flips. And then how important the basing is and just, you know, and then and, and the other side of that coin in Lucha Libre, you can get like gritty and dirty and bloody, mm-hmm. you know, when it when it's called for. I just think it has everything uh, in wrestling that I'm I'm a big fan of. So I kind of got into this world and stuck with it all these years. So then my follow-up question to that is, how much of this statement do you agree with? Professional wrestlers are just theater kids who got swole. <laughs> I think in some cases that could actually be true. Um, not every case, of course. You know, we all come from different paths, mm-hmm. different walks of life into this crazy, wacky world of wrestling. But... Um, it, it is a lot of theater. I mean, you have to have charisma, right? You have to have mm-hmm. a certain amount of um, edginess to you and personality, you know, and uh, I just, I just love this world. I can't, I can't even tell you how much. So GCW has always shown you love as of recently, House of Glory has always tried to get you booked on their big monthly shows. How do you feel as someone who is a fan of the sport, but also like, how do you recuperate after doing sometimes what I feel is like a hundred dates in a weekend? You said, how do I recuperate? Well, Mondays and Tuesdays uh, almost don't exist. Um, I don't speak to anyone. I barely do anything physical. And I'm just contemplating my life on why did I choose to be a professional wrestler. But by the time Wednesday morning rolls around, I'm usually coming up with crazier ideas on my head for the next weekend of matches. And we're just off to the races again. So this has been a recyclable cycle that I've been doing for 21 years. Uh, Yeah, Monday and Tuesdays are just rest days for sure. Mm -hmm. I used to go train during the week on those days. And I think I'm just to the point where I just can't do that anymore. So and I've accepted that. And it was a sad thing to accept but you know here we are and we're going to completely have bangers in 2024 coming up as long as i can 
I will say that you haven't missed the step, skipped the step, and you you couldn't fool me. You would think you trade seven days a week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. 21 years in the game is a very long time. Is there a particular crowd that you're like, this crowd is different than any other crowd I've performed in front of, whether it be intensity or just like the way that they interact with wrestlers? Yeah. So there are many. Um, the top of my list easily would be Defy. Um, they are the loudest. They are the smartest. They are the most kind of any fan base that I've ever come across. Um, easily my debut uh, in Defy, you know, Ultimo Dragon was in my match along with, you know, the man of that company, which was Nick Wayne. And uh, it was the loudest I've ever been in the middle of the ring during Ultimo Dragon's entrance. It was the loudest I've ever been a part of. And this is you know, going back to shows where Mystico and uh, Black Warrior, they had a mm. mask feud. And I was on that show in the semifinal match. And that was a very loud crowd in Defy. Was able to beat that. So easily at the top of my list would be uh, Defy. Um, when you talk about Defy wrestling, is there a particular match from Defy that you're like, this is one that will always stick with me forever? I, you know, I haven't worked for them as much as I would like. I know that in 2024, we're going to be working a lot together. But the most recent one that I had there with the trios of Latigo and Ares, uh, it was pure Lucha Libre. They let us go. And I feel that, you know, that was a super memorable match, not only just recent times, but I, I'm guaranteeing in the future that it's going to be hard to beat that one because we came up with so many innovative things that a lot of people hadn't seen before. And there was just a flow. Mm -hmm. uh that night and magic so you know anything in that building is just always special i love that what would you say to somebody like someone like me who's newer to professional wrestling or even indie wrestling how would you get them into just going to see lucha libre because i personally don't see lucha get as much love especially here this show is sponsored by better help if you had an extra hour in your day what is the first thing that you would do read a book take a nap play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. In North America, in the States, I should say, not North America, Mexico loves Lucha Libre. How would you encourage them to say, yo, like, watch Lucha because it's really good? Well, I'm doing everything that I can. I'm only one person, right? So any any chance that I get to promote it on social media or around my friends, I whip up the phone and, you know, 
show them the newest, uh, you know, Lucha Libre spot or match or whatever. Um, I just need, which is, it is happening, thankfully, but I need more people to get behind this art of Lucha Libre. You know, they've uh, been nice enough at a lot of these shows to give me the mic after we kill it uh, during a Lucha Libre match and just let them know like, yo, that was pure Lucha Libre. I hope you all enjoyed that. So that the people are understanding like this is a different style and you're seeing something different, but look how cool it is. You know, mm-hmm. you don't get it every day. And they, you know, the response has been incredible. Uh, every city, the people are responding incredibly, whether it's at the merch table or by the responses that they're giving us, you know, after the three count of these, of these matches, I think that, um, it, it is catching fire and it's catching fire quickly. And uh, I'm just happy to be one of the pioneers of it all. Yes. Like, honestly, again, I cannot sing your praises enough. Seeing you the second time in House of Glory in New York was like, this guy can go. And from what you think of Moats Lucha Libres, your style, like physically, is different. What inspires your ring gear and your style to do that sort of? look instead of like a traditional mask or like a mask and long tights so it was a it was a long process um throughout my career i've had uh, some really bad gear makers and then i've had you know recently some good ones and once i got the good one i was like all right i need you to stick with me for the rest of my days in this business <laughs> came came to an agreement we found a really cool outfit by one of my um uh, my favorite wrestlers of all time is Volador Jr. It was one of the anniversary shows and it was just the sickest gear I've ever seen. So all of the gear that I have now is just based on what I saw in that picture and we're just changing up color schemes. So, you know, it's a tribute to him because mm-hmm. I just think he's awesome and he's amazing. He's always stunned with new gear and I'm always trying to do the same, although gear makers aren't as fast as we would like them to be. But when they do finally come out, you know, it's nothing but compliments, nothing but positivity. You know, I do bring a lot of different, you know, colors and themes to the game. And, you know, I think people, you know, in the locker rooms and the fans themselves are really appreciative of it. Yes, it's a very unique style. And honestly, I think that sometimes wrestling gear looks uncomfortable, but your gear looks like it's so comfortable. Like you could literally just move <laughs> and fly it. You could do your 450 Florox splashes. It's so easy. <laughs> It's just the easiest. It's just like a slip-on. I love it. <laughs> I want to ask you about particular wrestling moves. Like, what is one person's move that you're like, I know I have to wrestle, let's just say for the sake of argument, Josh Alexander. I personally would never want to take a C4 spike. <laughs> like, ah, like if I have to, I have to. What is one move that you're like, okay, I know I got to wrestle you. I know you're going to do this. <sighs> All right. What is what movie? Like, I don't want to do this. I'll do it, but I don't want to do this. I've always been, you know, don't tell my rivals this, but I've always been a little scared of like head bumps on the apron, whether it's Mm. a scorpion Rana or a pile driver or the, uh, you know, the package pile driver in any sense, because your head is so exposed. Your neck is definitely potentially could be hurt if the person doesn't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, anything with a, with a, with a spike on the head, like you said, is, is pretty scary because we're out here and, you know, I'm just trying to get back to my family. I'm trying to get sure. back to my normal life on Monday. Like, and, but I, I'm also game for whatever somebody wants to do. So I, if the fans are going to pop, I'll usually say yes to anything because nobody tells me no to anything. So yeah, anything that would compress my vertebrae uh, potentially for the rest of my life is pretty damn scary. So <laughs> that's a fair. That's fair. That's a fair answer. <laughs> and yeah, like absolutely. when I think of also like things like that, 
Is there a particular match, like a stipulation match, like an Ultimate X or a Texas uh, death match? Is there a particular match that you wish you could participate in or one that you're just like, no way, there's no way? Yeah, you know, the Ultimate X has always uh, intrigued me. I think that some of the ideas that I have in my brain would be incredible in an atmosphere like that, Mm -hmm. you know, with the ropes hanging like that and just platforms everywhere. I would definitely love to be a part of that. Um, I would like to avoid barbed wire and glass if possible, but I know Mox is crazy, so we'll see what happens there. Um, I'm not a huge fan of thumbtacks. You know, when I was in Mexico City, the most extreme I ever got were uh, prickly cactuses, and we did some power bombs on them. Okay. Not, not the biggest fan of how that felt. So, like, prickly things going into my back or front, I try to avoid that at all costs. I feel like you would you would not like Legos either. Legos are toys, no, like if you're wrestling Matt Cardona. That's for, yeah, that's a certain you know, niche for those wrestlers. I just, I'll I'll bring a different type of game and you guys can have Legos. (laughs) I want to ask you, what is one match that you have seen either as a fan or in your professional setting that you're like, wow, these two guys really killed it and this should be studied in a museum? So it's actually a six-man from Ring of Honor. It's a very famous match that was actually in my hometown of Chicago. Uh, okay. But I was a broke kid, and I wasn't able to go. But it was uh, it was all the Japanese guys, Sema, Dragon Kid, all those guys. They were so innovative for their time. You look at the stuff now, and it's still innovative in 2023. They absolutely went out and killed it. Um, if I had to pick another one, one of my favorite matches of all time was a one-on-one with Mascara Dorado versus Villador Jr. in Cork and Hall where I actually debuted this year, which is incredible to even yeah. say verbally. Uh, you know, same stage, same everything. It was me and Vikingo. Talk about a special moment. Anyway, they did everything Lucha Libre possible in that match. Everything was clean. Everything was amazing. Uh, you know, their gear was looking on point. I mean, just, just the ring. Everything was just perfect that night. And I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, when I faced Vikingo in the same building, I feel like we, we nailed it as well. So just talk about special moments. This year, especially, 2023. It's hard. It's going to be hard to beat, but we're still here. Yeah. We're going to keep going. <laughs> Especially with you and Vikingo and Ring of Honor earlier this year. I want to talk about that because Vikingo is out of his mind to be <laughs> so young. And then to know like you're pretty much like his sparring partner, training partner, mentor. It's like, that is crazy. Can now, again, like with the Zach Gallant, not Zach Gallant. I don't know why I call that man that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Take Carwell. How do you feel removed from that moment? Like, wow, this is still crazy. Because he's you guys are both still tearing it up. Yeah, so there was a moment after the match where we we had a moment together, and it was it was euphoric, and it was happiness, and it was like, man, we just did that, dude. Like, regardless of the rivalry in Mexico and these states or whatever, and we're bitter, you know, enemies. Mm. Like, we just did that, dude. It was his debut in Corken Hall. It was my debut in Corken Hall. We brought pure Lucha Libre. And damn, did we do a good job. I mean, based on the feedback, feedback that we got, you know, the yeah, the weeks after the, the Japanese tour, uh, it was just incredible. I mean, we did that, you know, like he is a very, very special athlete and I'm literally his yang to his ying. Like it's, mm. it's like, you know, I can help you in all these aspects as long as you get to me and you're able to flip and do all the cool stuff. And he does it nine, 100% of the time. I was going to say yeah. 99%, but he doesn't miss. So, uh, <laughs> Anytime that I'm in a ring with Vikingo, I'm a happy luchador. You know, he's one of the best in the world. PWI thinks so. The fans think so. I think so. Talk about being blessed. Uh, I'm able to work him many times throughout the year. I just worked him last weekend. It is always a pleasure to work with Elijo de Vikingo. 
I have two more questions for you. Sure. This is one of my favorites. What is a question you wish more interviewers or fans asked you or wrestlers in general? Or what's a question about wrestling, Lucha Libre, that you are dying to answer? Oh, man. I think I've been thrown every question imaginable on these shows. Um, I just think, what would I want to be asked? I think that it's just... uh, Man, I they they always ask me the same thing, like what would you tell you know younger talent coming up? And my answer is always, you know, you never give up. Not to quote John Cena, but like I took two years off of wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. And in those two years, the group that I was in advanced tremendously in Lucha Underground, and I missed that boat and had to come back. Thankfully, wrestling is cool, and they let me back in, and here we are, and we're doing just fine. But you know, in those two years, who knows where I would have been now? You know, I'm completely yeah. happy with where I am, but like, who who knows where where it would have led me? You know, um, but never give up. You know, especially this is this is a sport that's gonna you know fill that void. It's gonna leave you satisfactory most of the time. It's gonna be hard. There's gonna be obstacles, but you know, if you're a young guy in this business, you never know where it could lead you. So just don't give up. Just keep going to training, keep going to these shows, and you never know what could happen. Very true. My last question, and this one's my personal favorite. You have the Wrestling Infinity Gauntlet. Any wrestler in their prime, 2v2, it could be a tag team, it could be alive or passed away, who would you put against each other in their prime? You could snap it into existence. Oh, my God, man. In their prime. So it's fair. (laughs) So you're saying who would I like to see? Not me, myself, right? You can put yourself in there, but if you could, like, let's say Ultimate Warrior in his prime versus Kurt mm. Angle in his prime, something like that. Or you could say oh. you in your prime versus Bruno San Martino in his top okay. prime. Who is, Who are two people that you would, like, I would have loved to either be a part of this or I would have loved to see this as a fan? I mean, I would have absolutely been a, in love to be a part of uh, the ECW Hammerstein Ballroom era with oh, Tajiri, yeah. Super Crazy, Guido, Whipwreck. I mean, this is this is the nectar of what I am as a wrestler. If I was able to go back there, I mean, I actually did Hammerstein a couple of years ago, and that mm-hmm. was incredible too. But to be in there with those guys, just going after, you know, Kid Cash, Roadkill, Doring, you know, these are, you know, really big figures in my career when I was coming up. But if I, you know, if I could have myself in my prime, which is probably now, Versus mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio, which is his whole career is his prime. Yes. I could probably do that match forever. Um, I just think he is capable of anything you ask of him. Lucha Libre-wise, American style-wise, I think that would be fun to just do for the rest of my career all around the world. So it would have to be Rey versus Gringo. <laughs> which Rey? Without the mask, scumbag Rey? Or no, who's that no. jumping out the sky? No. R-E-Y, Rey? <laughs> no, I don't even know what you're talking about. No way. I don't accept I- this. mask only ray (laughs) he's like i don't know that other guy (laughs) gringo i appreciate you so much for talking to me promote your stuff what do you have coming up and where can people find you (sighs) what what what's next week i don't even know no i have um 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I have Ring of Honor coming up. Uh, There's a lot of that. There's a lot of GCW coming up. House of Glory is happening again. Uh, WXW is happening again, and Germany has some of the craziest, most loyal fan bases I've ever been a part of. Uh, so many things. Italy is happening. I don't even know where I am or what where to begin, but I know that the year is ending, and we have to start out on a great foot. So Gringo 2024 worldwide. Um, Instagram is uh, Gringo Loco OG, and then the Twitter is uh, I am Base God underscores in the middle of the words but yeah that's where i'm at catch me if you can i'm trying to keep up with it as as much as you guys are and if i see you guys at the merch table please say hello Uh, i love every each each and every one of you guys so thank you all so much for the support man it's been it's been a crazy ride and thank you guys so much for watching believe it or not this is my first wrestling interview and i'm so happy that it was you gringo loco round of applause for the young man (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah Ladies and gentlemen, subscribe to Fightful. All that fun jazz. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Have a good day and take care of yourself and each other. Bye-bye now.